0: The Thought Police is brought to you this week by Manscaped. And you know all about Manscaped because they are our favourite people. They sponsor an awful lot of our podcasts. And today, there's only one message coming from Manscaped, and it's this. Have you got bush? Because if you do, you need to get the best products to keep yourself in proper trim. Show some pride in your new bush-free yard. It's the fact that you can have the best-kept nutsack on the cul-de-sac. Save big and be the most hygienic version of yourself. Use the discount code police Uh, and you get free shipping as well 20% off it's all at manscaped.com now you know uh, what manscaped are like because you've used them before uh, but this latest grooming package includes the lawn mower 4 it's an electric trimmer Uh, it's designed to reduce grooming accidents and it's really really excellent because I'll tell you what else it does it's got an led light on it so you can do it in the dark without worrying about anything right you've also got the weed whacker which is the fine choose nose nose and ear hair trimmer uh, which is all great you'll also get some cross. Reviver ball deodorant uh, and spray, as well. And the performance package also brings you two free gifts it's the shed travel bag and the patented high performance reduced chafing manscaped boxes. So, you know what to do do the right thing. You get free gifts, you get the trimmers, you get all the things you need uh, to keep yourself in trim. Never mind about Kate Bush, right? This is about your bush, and it's police that's the code. Go to manscaped.com, you'll get 20% off, you'll get free shipping. It is a thing of great beauty. To the Patreon product, this is the Thought Police behind closed doors. You, get, you get things here uh, that you don't get anywhere else. And so, um, today we've had an idea. Okay? We have, and we don't normally have very many of those. So yeah, we've it's to do our first it. ever idea. First ever idea. People have been saying, you know, it's why don't shit, you tell us? A but bit, it is an idea. Tell us a bit about yourselves, right? Tell us a bit about your background. Tell us a bit about where you came from, where you grew up. You know how you came to be. Kevin O'Sullivan and how I came to be Mike Graham um, so I thought I'd start with you alright so what do you do want, you want to me to ask you questions or would you rather just tell us what you did and where you came from uh, where you were born well, I wanna, I wanna say, where were
1: you born uh, where was I born uh, I think I was born in Isleworth. Think, uh, it, it's, it's a, there's a fucking great hospital there called right. north middlesex hospital okay. you, west middlesex hospital yeah whatever you know middlesex that we never well i never quite got the thing about middlesex it was the county that didn't exist yeah uh, anyway i never
0: liked middlesex
1: actually. well that, that's where i grew up no. ashford middlesex anyway you so i was born there uh, and if you ask any kid from West London, about 90% of them were born in this massive, great West Middlesex. I just have this idea of like a kind of massive fucking warehouse full of babies who go on to become. Isn't that come,
0: quite near sort of Q in
1: all Yeah, I like think Isaworth Yeah, Eisenworth yeah, and Brentford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and so then, near like square skies yeah, now.
1: Yeah. So I, I lived. I lived in. I, I think we lived in Hounslow.
0: A lovely place. Oh, I worked in Hounslow once. Mm. And the, I loved, The reason I loved it was because it had very, very good connections to Southall. Yeah. And I was working with the Asian Oh yeah. Well yeah. That, that would have magazine. been. Yeah. It's very fucking, much the area. The Fucking yeah. food was incredible. Uh, yeah. Absolutely amazing.
1: Anyway, at a certain point, uh, my parents moved down to Dover, and then I lived there till oh, I was, oh, a, blimey, that's right I was about lived there wasn't. till I was about fourteen. And then we came up back up to London. Then I went to some shit school <laughs> in West London called <laughs> Sunbury Grammar School. Sunbury. Yeah. Sunbury Grammar okay. School. Uh so here the only other famous person. I'm listed, if you go to, on, online, I'm listed as one of the famous ex-pupils. You? That's how desperate Sunbury Grammar <laughs> School is. And the other, But the most famous ex-pupil uh, from Sunbury Grammar School, um, what was his name? He was the guy who played Tricky Dicky, the serial killer in Coronation Street. Oh, I don't know. Uh, so he's the other famous uh, ex pupil with me was he and there at him. the Same time as you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, then the rest is history. Yeah,
0: is the place still there?
1: Something uh, like, yeah, it's called something like Sunbury Community College now. Oh, of I, 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 don't, I don't know, but yeah, it
0: be grammar school. Yeah, it I was a, it
1: was a t- typical like you know. It was supposed to be and a, fu- to be to a get... grammar school. It was like a fucking school for scoundrels. <laughs> Everybody was violent and awful.
0: Yeah, we were like that. I yeah. went to school in, in uh, Kensington. Yeah, what about your story then? Where were you from? Well, Kensington.
1: I'm supposed to be the middle class one.
0: No, but I mean... Kensington. But Holland Park actually is what it was. Oh, really? and it was and did it you was go to Holland Park? Comp? I didn't go. No, we used to fight them every fucking <laughs> week. We every fucking week, We used to, we week, used right? to
1: fight neighbouring schools Because
0: in those days, grammar schools were full of working class kids, really. They weren't full of you know posh knobs you know like they are now because people can afford to move into the area where there's a fucking grammar school i knew somebody yeah the bright knew, kids of working i knew class a woman families, right yeah. who moved to um what's his, what's the name of the place just north um just south of uh, of london just south of bexley heath that's um Chiselhurst, chisel, right? because she wants to put her, her daughter into in a, grammar a nice school. school yeah. But Chiselhurst it's not a very cheap place yeah. to live. But she could uh, afford to move there and put her kid in a fucking grammar school, yeah. Uh, because they make the decision that, well, I'd rather spend the money on a house than on my school fees for my daughter, you know. So, no, so Cardinal Vaughan was full of a lot of. It was a Catholic grammar school as well, so it was full of a lot of Irish kids um, from Shepherd's Bush. Yeah,
1: I and like so, I liked the system though when because when I was a kid, you had to do the eleven plus. You know, and of course I passed it with flying so guns. Did I. But it was great fun to turn around to all the kids who failed and said, "See you, thickos. Yeah. <laughs> off, off you go to the secondary, secondary model, modern. modern yeah. And your life is you're 11, and your life's fucked already." <laughs> That's a good system, you know. Get, I, I liked cut it. the wheat from
0: the chaff. Get rid well, of it, the shit. Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot better then. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I've never met anyone who went to secondary modern school and said it was fucking awful. You know, I wish I'd gone to a grammar school because they didn't want to. They weren't uh, fucking interested. Uh, I got put in. We had three streams in my school, uh, so I got put because I'd done so brilliantly in the eleven plus. They put me in to the top stream, but because I was a lazy fucker. Um, after the first year they put me down one um, <laughs> and uh, Too stupid. all I can say is that I remember uh, there's only there's only two things I remember from my school one Not was wrong. the discipline <laughs> no that was the B stream right and, they, and the guys who were in the B stream the bottom stream right? I was in the right. middle one right they were all QPR fans and they yeah. were constantly fucking Not going wrong. down to, right and they'd go down to Keep fucking PR Loftus fans. Road every fucking <laughs> home stupidest game stupidest thing in the world to do and they used to put the windows in all up and down fucking Goldhawk Road. They were fucking hooligans, know, right? And they were supposed to be grammar school boys, you yeah. know. So so Everyone's yeah, so getting lifted for fucking hooliganism Yeah,
1: we had, so we had the we had three three when I was in the summer grammar three D and three H, and they were the we were the clever kids, right. and, they, and then three G were the ones. So they were only down to do like about four GCSEs or something, and we used to fucking treat them as if they were like it's funny, isn't it? Farm animals were like RA and B so
0: our, our stream was the top stream which yeah. was supposed to be rapid I think A was average That's and B right. was we always thought it
1: was the fucking it was funny it's funny that, but the, the way these adults our teachers ruthlessly divided us right you're clever than him you can't be in the same you're too stupid to be with this person right. fucking terrible system but fucking funny But it was funny but the yeah. thing
0: I remember mo- the yeah. two things I remember mostly about it was that we had a discipline master called Mr. Bloomline who was of what can only be described as questionable sexuality and he um, would take you up to the top of the old school and hit you with a fucking slipper yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, whenever yeah. you got caught out doing something wrong I remember getting caught swearing once I was playing football in the playground Yeah, fucking cunt and he was like hey, Mr Graham you haven't changed yeah I haven't really yeah. and uh, <laughs> he took me up this, upstairs for six slaps of the slipper um, which was always a bit odd because you'd I be t- in the room you told me you used to get this well
1: right? yeah well, well, when I was a summer girl, we had this fucking cunt called Slug Bishop <laughs> that was his nickname nickname and i tell you and he, he, he got he got he got replaced so he finally left old slug he was a right cunt uh, and, and he was replaced by this guy mr pen halligan and mr pen halligan was re- related to that actress susan Penn oh
0: halligan. yeah
1: i used to like her yeah so, so but it used to Luque say of barbed wire, yeah yeah though, yeah, yeah that's right and she, she, she went on to end up being, being in uh, emmerdale Sorry. um i just to. Talk, I used to talk, <laughs> But anyway, so, so they say, so but Slug Bishop left and they put. Slug. So you say, Summary Grammar, uh, Headmaster, uh, Mr. F.B. Penhalligan, so we used to call him Fruit Bat. <laughs> and, <laughs> and anyway. For Slug Bishop, right? <laughs> he, he was one of these little fat cunt he was. And he got off on sla- uh, on uh, caning kids. And so he caned me throughout my school <laughs> career, uh, along with other people. And, uh, and yeah, well, I, I, he was caning me once. So I was in the lower six. So I was 17 years old. You know, so I'm fucking bending down. There's this little fat cunt <laughs> whipping me across the arse with this cane. And he's gone through and, and he, he waited. He used to like to wait until he went, oh you know, uh, and, you know, I'm 17, and after about five of these, and he's like running at me, <laughs> trying to get a reaction, and then in the end, you know, I, I sort of like, fucking furious, and I, I, I turn around, I just, I said, that's it, and I turn around and I said, listen, you little cunt, I'm 17 fucking years old, what do you expect me to do, cry, fuck off, <laughs> and he stood there for a moment, and then hit me six more times,
0: <laughs> fucking, It is cunt. remarkable, isn't it, I mean, we, this, this, uh, this guy Bloomline was was a bachelor and he was known as Bummer. We used to call him Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, could, I wonder why. Well it was after all his hobby. But that was his fucking Nick he's just quite openly settled fucking bummers after you, you know. Because if he caught you like if you were outside the fucking classroom. Yeah. He would tear you off and fucking... And take you in, and give you See, fucking... Those days, rubbish. those fucking teachers. <laughs> fucking sadomasochists. Well, my, I, I once got... Um, we had this guy called Coles who was an English teacher yeah. who was was whose nickname was Psycho because he was fucking nuts, right? And he once... Um, I can't remember what I said to him, but he fucking once got me around the throat, put me up against the wall and actually did it to essentially say so he scratched my neck. <laughs> and I didn't really give a fuck, but I came... I remember coming home and I was about... Fourteen or something in those days. Man, yeah. I came home and my mother was like, "What's going on with your neck?" I said, "Oh, you know, psycho fucking grabbed me." She was, she's like, "We can't do that." So my parents actually came in and complained about it, and I think he got fired Fuck as it, a result really? because he fucking, you know, I mean, it's I more than to... my fucking
1: parents would have done. Every time I got in the shit, you know, like come home, and, I was in the with a bleeding a ass because Slug Bishop was <laughs> fucking caning me again. And they go, what's up with you? They say, well, i a fucking cane again. Well, you shouldn't fucking misbehave, should you? Every single time. It's like, never take my side, will you? Yeah. Fucking, they were like the other, Slug Bishop's other, best friends. The other
0: great memory I have is we had a history teacher called Miss Myers, right, who was very young and gorgeous and used to wear mini skirts. So she must have been doing it deliberately because we were like 13, 14-year-old boys. Oh. Fuck me. She'd come in and she'd sit on the top of the desk mm. Yeah. And sort of cross our legs, backwards yeah. and forwards. While you were and wanking. you were kind of going... Wanking quietly through your pocket. Well, most of, people, most of us were, I think. You know. <laughs>
1: never, mind,
0: never mind fucking history. See, It's, it's, it's nasty, brutish and short. Never mind all that shit. Well, check this out. Right, okay. So
1: with, how did we get into journalism? When did, when did I first think, maybe I wouldn't mind being uh, a journalist doing this ridiculous job? It's this... Right, so Miss Ramsay was our fucking geography teacher at Sunbury Grammar, and she was a fucking looker, she was a looker, and uh, oh my fucking god, one day Miss Ramsay turns up in penthouse, like fucking, you know, cunt out, tits, everything. massive great fucking spread in penthouse so word goes round fucking Miss Ramsey's in the <laughs> what was she doing in penthouse well she's stripping off and, uh, and posing uh, so she's the porn queen of Sunbury grammar <clears throat> so we get so word goes round so we go down the fucking <laughs> local newsagents buy every copy <laughs> we possibly can and we're pinning it up all over the staff room door all over the school teachers running around pulling it down <laughs> Mrs Ramsey's never seen a fucking again anyway so so uh th- th- they, were, they were in a sort of playground and there's this fucking row of uh, seedy looking blokes and cameras and it was fucking it was the fleet street reporters it was a big story oh, really? you know miss Ramsey, the geography teacher you know, strips off and uh lessons in love and all that and um i always remember because we were banned, don't t- you can't go out and talk to those awful fleet street reporters. So, of course, all of us fucking <laughs> all going, what do you, you, what you <laughs> want to know? I'll tell you what you want to know. I'll tell you what to know. And one of them, one of them was uh, Harry Arnold. Oh, I always really? remember I talked well, so I ended up working with Harry Arnold at the sun, and I always told him the story. And he said, I remember that fucking story, and I remember you. Because I was shouting, she, she used to suck off all the pupils. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you know that great story? You might not remember this one, but when yeah. Nick Lloyd was editor of The Express, um, there was some kind of scandal going on yeah. at some private school. And unbeknownst to um, the news editor, yeah. he thought, well, i better fucking look into this. Um, and there's only one man for the job. It was a bloke called um, Jack Lee who was, uh, after this particular job, was banished from ever going out again because <laughs> he made such a fucking dick of himself. <laughs> he, went, he went down to this boy's sort of prep school, oh God. hid in a fucking bush, um, and started, like, pssst, going like this. to pssst, pssst, Come here. Calling these kids over and offering them money for fucking talk to him, right? Um... Which would have been bad enough, but it turns out that Nick's son was a fucking pupil at the same school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fucking headmaster found out about it, calls him up and goes, This fucking guy. That's not you. good behaviour, but. Hiding uh, so in a fucking bush. We don't know what he's doing, but he's offering that's money that's to the so fucking kids well, that are like underage to fucking talk well, to. i t- tell, tell you... So, so he like, was banished to be on, first, on the night my, news desk for the rest of his fucking career. My first, he free, went out again. My first Fleet Street
1: job was on the Sunday People. So, yeah, as a little middle-class kid, suddenly, you know, all the fucking horrible, CD solo, prostitute stories. So uh, I get given this story, and it's about a, a, pri- a private school down in Sussex... Uh, where uh, many of the parents were worried about the, the headmaster, who, who was who stood accused of um, you know playing with the boys, you know, with with, with um, sexually abusing his pupils. So I go down there and I went around talking to all the interviewing all these parents because one set of parents had approached us. So I was set up with all these interviews, you know, and they, and it was clearly fucking a genuine story, and these nice people, middle class people saying. We're very, very worried. We pay high fees and there's something going on. There's something wrong at that school. So I got all the interviews together. And then uh, it was like Friday. So we have to do the show showdown. So I got in touch with the school and said, to, I need to speak to the headmaster. And so the headmaster said, OK, you, you, you know, you can come. Uh, and, and see me at four o'clock this afternoon so the because it was like I was quite new on the paper so the news editor David Farr said well we better get a big hitter with Kevin for the showdown it's a bloke called Trevor Aspinall who was a legendary old crime I remember reporter. that name yeah yeah he was a yeah. legendary old crime reporter and in those days crime reporters on Fleet Street I mean they basically were criminals you know <laughs> they knew oh mate oh they I knew everyone pro- yeah yeah fucking up And they, they knew the coppers they spe- you know Anyway, so they, they 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 sent so they said we're sending uh, Trevor Raspel down. He's done a great job. Uh, we're going to go to this, uh, you know, you're going to um, go to uh, see that he's going to come with you when you go and see the headmaster, right? So we go, so we go into uh, we we go into the uh, headmaster's office with the Trevor. So so I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there and it's like the headmaster's behind his desk he's got about three of his staff with him you know witnesses it's a quite a tense situation so I go headmaster uh you know, I, w- w- we were investigating a legitimate series of complaints. And, you know, I understand this is very sensitive. I don't want to uh, sensationalize anything, but I do need to get yours. I've spoken to many, many parents here, and they have voiced concerns that some of the... Are... And then from behind me, I suddenly hear this. I'm being very sort of uh, sophisticated and middle class about it. And from behind me, I suddenly hear this voice. said, all right, Ed Master. Let's cut the crack. You're up your boys, ain't ya? So the the headmaster said, I think that concludes the interview. (laughs) (laughs) And we got kicked out. Do you remember Ron Mount Mount on the News of the World, his famous thing when he... Ron Mount was an old uh, report, classic News of the World reporter, went down uh, again to somewhere leafy like Sussex where the vicar uh, had run off uh, with the choir mistress... And uh, left the vicar's wife. It was great know, when he had yeah, those yeah, kind of So, story, so, isn't it? so he, he goes to this picket-fenced fenced vicarage to try to get the story from the vicar's wife. And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, "Good morning, Mrs. Jones. Uh, I'm uh, Ron Mount. I'm from the News of the World. I'd like to interview you uh, about your husband, who I believe <laughs> has run off with a choir mistress." <laughs> and uh, and the uh, vicar's wife goes. How do I know you're from the news of the world? Well I've admitted it,
0: haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> but that was the great thing, because you know, nowadays people always ask me this question, you know, what's going wrong with the media? Mm-hmm. Because the media then were just ordinary people, Fucking you know, up. and they were fucking good at their job, but they were they came from just ordinary backgrounds. There was no this kind of. Oh, know oh, it was it was no, it Cambridge. was a
1: trade. You know, I still say it's a trade. It's a trade totally. And, and what was interesting? And from, you need
0: to be able to talk to people. You
1: know, you arrive on Fleet Street. You know, you and me both been to university. And, you know, fancy myself as a writer and a sort of squeeze-eye, well-read, semi-intellectual type guy from Amsterdam. You know, mm. you arrive. You sit in a newsroom, and as I just said, you suddenly realise you're basically surrounded by semi-criminals. What, oh, mate? Fuck that! Let's get the fucking... I've got a fucking tip on a free, free account yeah. at Newmarket. You know, you're... a you're you're proper a, fucking journalists. Yeah, though. but they, loads of those guys were the best journalists. They the totally best were. Reporters. Absolutely. You, 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 as they say about journalism, you, you don't need a degree. You don't need to be well-read. You don't need to be an intellectual. All you need is rat-like cunning.
0: Well, yeah, but also you need a little bit of fucking... Um, an ability to, to talk to people. You need mm-hmm. to have uh, an ability to kind of get information Yeah, yeah, people. yeah, to be yeah, relatable, people, yeah. I think some people can do... You can't teach it. You oh. can either do it or you fucking can't do it. You yeah. can get on with people or you don't get on with people. And like a lot of people who end up becoming yeah. editors and becoming you know, production staff, sub-editors... They, they weren't very good at talking to people. They weren't very good at talking to people because they're all geeks and yeah. weirdos.
1: Well, you know, so my friend Wendy Henry, who is editor of the News of the World, she said there are only two jobs to do on a newspaper. Two great jobs. Uh, one, be the editor, the
0: other, be a reporter. Reporter or editor. Yeah.
1: Everything in between, bit of a pain in the ass, to be honest with yeah. you. Uh,
0: the other thing was, when I, I mean, certainly when I decided to go into journalism, I don't think, I mean, my, fam- my dad was in it, so it kind of gave me a. a yeah, you a had a family
1: connection, I had no
0: connection. So I, so I knew quite a lot of journalists, right? But if you didn't have that family connection, presumably you didn't know a lot of people. Who were also going to become journalists, right? Uh, No, no, no. I mean, for me, it was kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Aaron has been out and got
1: a pint, but not one for me. He hasn't fucking got one. He hasn't got one for you. You're looking at him now. What a cunt. What a cunt. You know, tight wad. Tight wad (laughs) (laughs) cunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Plenty left (laughs) there, Aaron. Yeah, plenty left. No, (laughs) but I'll tell you about. So for me, it's completely random. Mike had a connection. Um, what did my, our friend, my friends my university friends and everything uh, they, 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 they thought it was sort of quite good when I was on local papers but when I ended up on The Sun uh, they, they were a bit surprised by that uh, but then again I was earning about five times more than they were so fuck them. But that was
0: the day when you used to be, I remember when I first got into working in Fleet Street and there was a definite um, belief that you got the same money in Fleet Street as lawyers did in some cases, as footballers did. No, no, we were on um, big money. We were on pretty big money, and also people in the city. And then suddenly, it all, apart from mm. some big names and people who got big fucking salaries for writing columns and stuff like that, um, we kind of got left behind, didn't we? We did. Well, so they started, Fleet, Fleet Street road.
1: Incomes. When when I got my first Fleet Street job, I started freelancing on Fleet Street about 1979, but my first Fleet Street job was 81. Oh. And uh, that my first salary on the on the people then was... Uh, back then it was like £20,000 which was more than my dad ever earned because he was a civil servant so my first Fleet Street salary and it went up and up and up and in those days, in those days, uh, you're right. We were up there with lawyers and yeah. people like that. We were buying fucking. My first property was in Islington. You know, it cost a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, but Fleet Street salaries or journalists' salaries seem to stagnate. Yeah. And now the sal- journalists get well, shite people, money.
0: people tell me now from newspaper work yeah. that if you're a freelance, which we both been. Um, you get less money now for a piece than you got when oh, you and I were doing I, it. I don't in the think it's ages. viable to freelance it's anymore. It really uh, but, isn't.
1: but even if you're on the staff, you don't expect massive money. Well, do you know, oh, I've got, look, I've hey, got oh, some look. beer. Well done, Aaron. Well done, mate. Oh, you didn't need to get me that. I've got plenty left. No, no, no. Please, my
0: Now, listen. Thank um, you, mate. I think Still this is good. good. I think we enjoyed that. So, I'll tell you what, next week, yeah. uh, we'll do a bit more, more stories
1: from our checkered
0: lives. From our checkered pasts. Well, because, you know, there are things I don't even know about you. I might That's even true. learn some shit about you that I don't like. You, know? <laughs> you will. <laughs> like some of the other fucking shit that I know, about you.
1: Um, Most of the things I know about yeah. me,
0: I don't like. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's give a, a big hello now to. Oh, yeah. Our, but, oh hang on produces. hang on let me fucking look I it up I know that you have to look it up and it might take you some time so shall oh, I stop me, I'm there I'm there um,
1: well, where are you going I down some to? got so so some,
0: uh, some new sort of descriptions. Are you going to finish things? at Monkeys? Um are you I finish could, at Monkeys? I could finish at Monkeys, yeah. yeah, yeah I'll, okay. I'll start off All with right. the Patient Executive Producers. Jason Steele, cunt. Um, cunt. <laughs> Leone Thomas, awesome. wanker. Robbie London loves cock, says he. <laughs> That's not actually his name. Matt, <laughs> it's a strange name. Matt Clark <laughs> is a bell end. He's, ha- he's
1: hated his parents <laughs> from yeah. an early age.
0: <laughs> Jennifer Lineberger, who is, of course, the, the American whore. American whore. John O'Brien, same name as that cunt James <laughs> O'Brien. Uh, Emma Lou. Different from the deep definitely south. Definitely doesn't fuck horses. Emma oranges. Lowell. Uh, George Mailing fucks monkeys. Uh,
1: Emil Watters wanks <laughs> off turkeys. How do you do that? <laughs> A, yeah, well, well how'd you wank off a fucking turkey? But so respect to Emil Watters. Uh, uh, drum roll, uh, of
0: course, it is time. Jenny, twenty-nine fucks a night. Yay. Yeah, but we can say though, um, she actually did send us a message to say, "I'm at, I'm actually quite selective. I don't do stag do's." Uh, <laughs> yes. She goes, "Quality over quantity." Well, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jenny comes to our hey, shows. Jenny. Just to I come think to she's like, been to I, I one, yeah. I want to meet Jenny. She yeah, seems, yeah, I do as well. She seems like That's a good... Yeah. So, so, I I fuck, the same time. so I can fuck her. <laughs> 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 which, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I realise I'll have to join the queue, but... <laughs> which end? <laughs> uh, right, right uh, uh moving on. Dean McCarthy. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> it says here, Martin Gundry eats <laughs>
0: He's balls, does he? The
1: fuck does that mean?
0: Hang on, we've done some of these already. No, we? no, no. no, no. We have got jo- John O'Brien. John he's already been in it. No, that's a, oh, okay. Tom, O'Don- Tom O'Donnell. Tom O'Donnell. Already... Gareth
1: Hughes Welsh cunt. Uh, da- Daniel Jones another Could Welsh cunt. Could also gun. be Welsh. Yeah. Uh, John Priest fucker. Fuck you. J- uh, William Barrow never liked him. Uh, Mark Buckley fuck complete <laughs> fuck. <big>. <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> Dale Killer. <Cutler. laughs>